The Speaking Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country. Best car buying experience ever online at Flemington.com. Award-winning House of Cupcakes, HouseofCupcakes.com, and Casa Gennaro's. Reservations, call 609-683-1212. Hey, Bill Spadia here. Welcome back. I'm with my Speaking Podcast crew, Jessica Gibson and Jay Black. Hello. Hey, everybody. So last episode we uh we really went down the rabbit hole on a very serious subject of depression and drug abuse alcoholism all of those things yeah our intention what it's what happened it started with billy joel i i know i was i thought jay was going to break into billy joel's song because he was talking about the deep tracks of billy joel yeah yeah deep deep cuts why did he start singing why not i was doing tomorrow's today oh my i'm going to the river Gonna take a ride and the Lord will deliver me. Make my bed. Sure gonna line it if you don't come. Sure gonna die in it. Oh my. You know what this is missing? Too much living. A saxophone. <laughs> saxophone. Thank you, Jessica. Yes, it's missing Mark Rivera, yeah. who we started talking about last week. So I, I met Mark uh, on stage at, uh, at the Sinatra Meets the Sopranos. So we are now going to be back on stage on the 8th of December. Yeah. At the Count Basie Theater right. in Red Bank. Mm-hmm. It's a Sunday. It's a special birthday celebration. So we mixed it up. It's, we've got the old Blue Eyes Orchestra and um, the voice of Frank Sinatra. You will not be able to tell the difference. It's, honestly, Martocci is incredible. And it's an old style Sinatra show. You and I have talked about this. Yeah. Mike Marino is doing it. Oh, Mike Marino. Jersey's great. bad boy of comedy. Yes. But Mark Rivera is our guest musician. I'm Jersey's mildly perturbed boy of stand-up comedy. Uh, Mark so Rivera, t- tell here, me about Billy. Like, what we so I had a great conversation with him. He's not here. Yeah, here, here's the the only thing you need to know about Mark Rivera. The, if anything he does in his life, there there's nothing greater than the moment in scenes from an Italian restaurant where in the middle break he goes, Billy Joel says, "Let's rock and roll," and who comes crashing in? But Mark, Mark Rivera. Rivera on the saxophone. Yeah. That Brilliant. moment that has brought you so much joy in your life. Everybody who's alive and has a heart in two years has enjoyed that moment. That alone puts Mark Rivera. That song is in, one of the best. Oh, it's great. And it's inspired by Abbey Road. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Billy Joel was talking about the second half of Abbey, Abbey Road, which no if kidding. you remember the second half of Abbey Road is all those little fragments of songs that are shoved together. What I've learned, Jay, is I don't have to remember things like that because I know you do. <laughs> and if it comes up during the podcast, you will be happy to explain it. You are a bottomless pit of knowledge that like, I don't think we've gotten to the end of it yet. Uh, Jessica, well, right? cer- certainly yeah. my wife hasn't gotten to the end. Have we connected yeah. the fact that he was Billy Joel's saxophonist again? Yeah. We, I think so. So, so just, yes, to be clear. So Mark Rivera was kind enough to not only come to the show, but then agree to do a second show right. and then come on the radio. Um, arguably the nicest guy I've met in this insane journey in entertainment. And I don't even know how this whole thing started, but like the fact that all of a sudden, like, cause I'm a Billy Joel fan. Right. And I'm talking to do this guy. Do you feel like that saying that next to Jay? No, I'm not a real fan. I am a fake fan. I like I his music. I like his music. But now I'm like, do I like it though? Because I feel like under, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Jessica's got a point. Neither, like your dad is likes Billy Joel's music. Yeah. But next to Jay, he's not going to call himself a fan. I think I have to retract yeah. thing. We're, right? we're all He's fans. I've never met a fan with like energy this. over Billy Joel. <laughs> so here's the thing. Like, I want to get you and Billy Joel in a room. Can we I, do well, that? Oh boy. Oh, I don't know if we, we'd have to put him, you know, behind a glass case. Uh, but what I would say is, uh, first off, just real fast. Just You've never been to a concert? 
I've been to many concerts okay, of his. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've uh, never been to a Billy Joel concert. It's amazing. I mean, if I mean, what, what, Bill, what don't you like? Do you not like energy? Do you not like great songs? Do you not like a rock? You... I told you last time I had glass houses on eight track. Like yeah. Billy Joel was probably the first musician that I was interested in listening to, got into it, liked it. Like it transferred from a kid hearing it to when I had my first car and my eight track player, I had okay. glass houses. Uh, real fast, if we do go to a concert, we have to bring Jessica. Because I don't know if you know this or not, but Billy Joel does not sell the first few rows of his concert because he doesn't like that corporate big wigs get them. He says that, that makes for a bad concert. He likes to have real fans down in the front row. So he sends his roadies out to find people up in the, the nosebleeds to come down. Really? And his roadies are heterosexual. That's what happened to me at the Maroon 5 concert. There you go. Really? See? Yeah. It was awesome. His roadies are heterosexual men, so guys like you and me don't get to go down there. Jessica but if we're there go. with Jessica and so her wait, friends. Wait, that happened to you at Maroon 5? Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. They do the same thing? Obviously, yeah. I mean, so two, they, like, where two, were roadies, two roadies came up. Yeah. There was one who was bringing us down, and then he like was walking too far ahead, and another roadie came over and said, excuse me, where are your yeah. seats? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's going to happen to every concert I go to, but Bill, I, that is, I wish I it I did would. not know that. I'm not a concert goer. Billy Joel said when he was doing his- That's fun. Every time you go, don't you wish you went more often, though? It has Ooh. literally been so long since I've been yeah. to a concert, I couldn't tell you. Last concert I went to was probably, I don't know. 1997, 1998. Wow. I'm an old man, Bill. Wow. Uh, but when he did Rocket Man with uh, the Rocket Man Piano Man tour with Elton John, uh, he talked Elton John into doing the same thing. And he talks about uh, he'd be playing and he'd look out and he would say, half of the front row was filled with beautiful young women. And the other half was filled with like shirtless dudes. And he was like, I could tell which were the Alton choices and which were the, you know, Billy Joel choices. That's, that's great. Uh, but yeah, uh, he, he, uh, uh, he does that because he doesn't like to perform for corporate people because when you do like a big time concert, they I always save those. I love that. I, yeah. See, I, you know what? I love that. I got to talk to, I'm going to mention that to Mark yeah. that, because it's the one thing I hate. I'm starting to hate about professional sports. It's the same crap. Mm -hmm. You know, the Yankees sell these tickets for 2,500 bucks a piece and they're mm -hmm. half the time they're empty because the average person can't pay $2,500 to go to a baseball yep. game. It's stupid. So the corporate guys buy them up. And then they use them, they don't use them, it doesn't matter. The real fans aren't there. Like a real fan does not wear a jacket and tie to a baseball game. Right. right? right. A real fan shows up and has or a the very worst thing you shirt. Do where you have a jacket and tie and you put a, a Yankee shirt over. Over it. That's, a, yeah. that's acceptable. Uh, you think that's acceptable? I think, I think that's worse. I really? Think that, that's worse? I think that's 100% worse. I'd rather have the wolf right, look, than the wolf in my grandmother's it's clothes. It's possible I've done that, so I'm going to just <laughs> say, <laughs> all right? It's, oh, boo, hiss. Oh. All right, here's why, though. Here's why. It was Somerset Patriots, our friend Steve Califer, who is a great out a sponsor. Yes. Then it's okay. I have my name on the jersey, but, but I had a tie on. So I put the jersey on over. So there is a picture of Jody and I standing on the mound with with uh, Steve. Yeah, that makes sense. But and I'm you, in a jersey and a tie, and I I could see the. If point. you went to the game though, like you knew well, you we were did going stay. to the game. I mean, I had yeah, a hot dog. I, I mean, I ate. Know. Did you take the tie off? No, you left I, it on. What was I going to do? What was I going to do with it? I was going to put it in my pocket. I yeah. had to keep it on. Where does it? It's headband? like right now. I'm wearing a jacket and tie. Me yeah. too. Yeah, me too. Here's why. If I decided... <laughs> Avril oh, Levine has joined us, everybody. <laughs> I would leave it somewhere. I'd lose it. It'd be a mess. Um, we should throw it at the interview. I think that's a great point. Because I think at this point, people are ready to hear from yes. Mark Rivera. I think, I think more people want to hear obscure Billy Joel trivia. 
<laughs> Maybe. Uh, Give us a couple more Billy Joel points, and then we'll toss to... Uh, Vienna, uh, which is a very popular song off the Stranger album, was written because he was visiting his estranged father in Vienna. And he was uh, looking over, and this was at a time when Billy Joel was young, and he was uh, very sort of focused on his career. And, I think and of very Vienna sausages. Filled with mm, ambition. And uh, you know the song, Slow down, yeah. you crazy child, you're so ambitious for juvenile. Well, he, he's walking with his dad, and he's reconnecting with his dad. And he looks over, and he sees an old man... Uh, brushing the street, you know, like uh, cleaning the street. And he goes, oh, that's so sad. They make this old man clean the street. And his father goes, no, 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 no. This man has purpose. He wakes up every day and he goes and he cleans the street. You don't denigrate that. You, jobs give you purpose. So he thought to himself, you know, if the music thing doesn't work out, I'll always go and be able to sweep the streets in Vienna and have purpose. So that song is written to himself. That's brilliant. I saying, love that. If you are, you're, you're, you're pushing too hard. You're never going to accomplish everything you want. You got to, you got to stop and slow down every once in a while. What song but is this? Don't worry. Vienna waits for you. And that's the refrain. Vienna waits wow. for you. And if you go to a Billy Dole concert, he will tell you that whole story before he plays the song. Oh, really? Are you messing with me? No. He yeah. t- does he tell? I didn't yeah. know he t- I told How that. do you know? Because I went to one like a year ago and he like. Wait, what- you've been to a Billy Joel concert? Yeah. This whole time I'm thinking that I we've got to explain yeah. who Mark Rivera is, yeah. the whole thing. Meanwhile, you're going to Billy Joel concerts. Well, it was like only a year ago. But yeah. he tells that story. He has the the fans cheer over which song they'd prefer yeah. between like Vienna and some other which one? song. So then the crowd like cheers. He's like, which one do you want? A or B? Right. And like this crowd cheers. And then he goes, oh, this song. And like goes into the sweeping story about um, the man in Vienna. I'm glad I got it right. Apparently you got it totally but, right. I mean, I thought you said you've been to a bunch of Billy Joel concerts. I went back before I like stopped oh. going to concerts in like '98. Well, now I, that he has his best of hits, he just where did you go? To, Madison Square Garden, uh, Citizens Bank Park. No kidding. Mm-hmm. With my parents though, so I didn't have the cheap seats. I had, you you know, had the good seats, yeah. right? <laughs> and you couldn't take mushrooms. Right. So your parents are big fans. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, it's all relative. Jay Jay sets the bar. Like Jay is like 100. Mm. Yeah. Uh, one one last bit of trivia: uh, Great Wall of China is written because his brother-in-law, uh, who he was married to this woman. Which they, one, yeah. Yeah, they divorced. <laughs> his first wife, Elizabeth. Uh, he divorced his first wife, but continued to have his brother-in-law manage his money. Brother-in-law stole all his money. So in 93, he was basically bankrupt, which is why he's continually been on tour for those uh, last couple of years, uh, last 25 years. Uh, but he's Great probably Wall, doing okay now. Yeah, he's doing fine. Don't yeah, worry about Billy Joel. Okay. He's doing all right. He's doing all right. But uh, Great Wall of China is uh, a song written about uh, the fact that all his money was stolen. And in that song, he goes, you know, we could have had it all. We could have gone to the Great Wall of China if you, you hadn't uh, betrayed me, Charlie. And wow. uh, that's a song about betrayal. Powerful stuff. So the, uh, my conversation with Mark, a little more on the positive side. Oh, let's, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> bring it back up. Bring it right back up. It, you know what? You get the impression when you listen to him, this is a real person. Yes. This is not, he's not Hollywood. He's not uh, pretentious at all. He is just a real guy who loves to play the saxophone. And he loves people. I mean, you, and, and I think you'll get that. So I guess Take we a listen. listen. One, of, uh, one of the most talented people and happiest guys that I've ever met. He calls himself one of the luckiest men alive. He has literally performed before millions. Elton John, Don Henley, Bruce Springsteen, Paul McCartney. Now, of course, you know him as the saxophone is playing with Billy Joel, Mark Rivera. Morning, Mark. What's going on? Good morning, Bill. It's all good. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm doing better than the guy got stabbed over a chicken. 
Right? It's chicken. It's a chicken sandwich, for God's sakes. What is going on in this world? My God, Mark. It's, yeah, it's like we're falling apart. Place, right? You got to <laughs> Good to hear your voice, Bill. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. I, you know, thanks for coming on, Mark. So tell me, uh, tell me what it's like. You know, you, you've known Billy Joel for a, for a long time. What what are those shows like? What's it like when you you're preparing for a show and you just know that every night there's this incredible expectation and you guys never disappoint and thousands and thousands of people just loving every note that comes out of your instrument. Well, I got to tell you, uh, it's. It's something you never lose, or I should say, if you ever lose the, the butterflies or if you ever lose the excitement of seeing 20,000 people on their feet from the first note to the last note, you have to check your pulse or find a new new vocation. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's unbelievable. Uh, frankly, the last gig we did um, was was on October 20... I can't remember the date exactly, maybe yeah. 25th. Anyway... You know, you think, oh, you know, it's another, it's another gig. When now it's like our seventh year, almost six, seventh right? year. I was like, it was. I told Billy at the end of the night, or I think I texted him the next day, I emailed him, said, if the Rangers were in the seventh, seventh game of a Stanley Cup, they couldn't have gotten more excited people in that in that room. It was unreal. It was awesome. The excitement that they were singing every note. Uh, it's the greatest thrill. It re I mean, outside of my family, it's the greatest thrill yeah. of my life. You're, you're, you're a real guy. Like, it's, it's you know, some, sometimes <laughs> you, get, you haven't, like, literally, Mark, like, you haven't let, it hasn't gone to your head other than you're loving it every day. And I tell people yeah. that, I say, man, you got to meet Mark. Like, like just, kind, well, I mean it. You love what you do, and it, it shows, and it's like that humility comes out because you're wow. a talented guy. When did you start playing the saxophone? Like, when did you pick that up as a little kid? Um, my godfather, my Uncle Vinny. Everybody should have an Uncle Vinny. Uh, <laughs> in Jersey, we all have an Uncle Vinny, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, he, he gave me a sax when I was about eight years old, but I couldn't get to play it. Or, or they, my parents wouldn't let me actually play until I was about nine because okay. I'd lose interest. And it was in a hope chest. That was really, it, was, it was amazing. I used wow. to look at this thing like, wow, one of these days I'll get to play it. But, uh, you know, wow. It, it's, it's a long time. But you, you talk, a, a real, real quick story about humility. Yeah. <laughs> We played. We played uh, Shea Stadium. Uh, we we closed Shea Stadium was in nineteen uh, two thousand eight. I think it yeah. was. I can't remember yeah. now. And uh, after the second show, you know, Hanley, all these people, Stephen Tyler, Paul McCartney. Okay, so everybody the next day said, you know, my friends from Brooklyn called me and said, Hey, Mark, you play with Paul McCartney? Yeah, I was it. I, I said, Well, the next morning, my wife said, Go into the garbage and get a gallon of milk. So. That kind of tells you, <laughs> lose, lose all, right? lose all the, uh, you know, get real. That's be, it. Be grateful. Be grateful. And uh, look, look at you. I see that smile when, when I see you. It's like the guy is keeping. So, uh, very blessed, thank blessed. you, Mark. I, we are blessed. We are blessed. You got to thank God every day. I'll tell you, it's uh, it's and and you know what? It's got to stay fun. And I think that's you know you've shown that. But yeah, it's a funny story, right? Humility. You you get right back to reality the minute you get home. <laughs> yeah, empty the garbage. But speaking of fun, I got to tell you, yeah, I've never played. I've never performed with a, a big band in my life. And uh, you know, Mike Martucci's big yeah. band. They're, aren't they great? I mean, first no, of all, no, no, they blew my I know. mind. I know. I got to tell you, because I, I, he'll tell you, you know, oddly enough, you talk about, oh, I play with this, I do that, yeah. millions of people. I was nervous because <laughs> I never played in the. I'm telling you yeah, the truth. Yeah, I believe you. I was nervous about it, and the, the the charts are amazing. He's carrying Frank Sinatra's torch. I know. 
He's a piece of work. He's a, you know, he's another guy, right? He's a total character, Mike Martucci. Absolutely. And, and, Absolutely. But he loves it. He loves it. Well, I, it, I'm telling you something. You playing with the with the orchestra, that added such an awesome element to the whole oh, show. I, I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. Wow. So we'll be at the Basie uh, Theater in Red Bank. Uh, it's a 7 o'clock show on Sunday, oh. December 8th. I can't wait to see you. Yeah, it's going to be great. In fact, he, uh, basically, I get to do a Sinatra tune with the whole band. I get to play the Sinatra solo, or the, the Sinatra vocal. Yeah. Then we do a duet, and I got a special surprise coming for the next one. Uh, we're going to do something a little different than Sinatra. But most importantly, it's a, it's a, it's an absolute joy to play that music and to carry that torch. To, uh, and Mike's doing a great job. He, yeah. He keeps it going. And you, I got to tell you, ladies out there, this this face that you, Bill has not got a face for radio. He's a stud. <laughs> no, it's it's an absolute pleasure, Bill. You, you are you're a joy. Thanks, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you. You'll be there to rock it, right? I will be there. Absolutely, can't wait to host it. I love the Basie Theater. I love it. It'll be great to see you. So, listen. Happy Thanksgiving, and I'm looking right. forward to uh, seeing you on the eighth. All right. Be well. Love and gratitude. Peace. Man. All right, brother. Bye. Take care. Bye. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Outstanding. All right. So you can see Mark on stage with me and uh, the great uh, Michael Martucci and the very funny Mike Marino at the Count Basie Theater on Sunday, December 8th, which is coming up in just a few days. So go to nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Get your tickets. And we'll see you next time. The Speaking Podcast brought to you by our friends at House of Cupcakes, serving you in Princeton, East Brunswick, Clifton, and Saudi Arabia. The winner of Cupcake Wars offers 35 different flavors, perfect for a special occasion or just a sweet treat. Houseofcupcakes.com. The Speaking Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country. 16 brands of cars and trucks. I'm a loyal customer buying my last two trucks there and can tell you no one beats the deals or offers better service. Visit Flemington.com. The Speaking Podcast brought to you by our friends at Casa Gennaro's on Route 27 in Kingston. Call 609-683-1212 for reservations. They're open for dinner every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Ask for my favorite special, the Veal Spadia. Best Italian food in Jersey.